We all deal with conflict. Day in and day out, we have issues that cause problems and friction. Often these escalate to avoidance, argument, or flat-out anger. What makes solving these problems so hard? More importantly, how can we change this? How can we change the way we work together to get us solutions instead of enemies? Learning to use the conflict resolution stairway can make all the difference. My name is Gary Furlong. I'm a mediator and conflict resolution specialist. Okay, what often triggers people into anger or avoidance is the approach we use when faced with a problem. It turns out there are three different approaches we all use when we deal with conflict. Each of these approaches fit on one of the steps of the conflict resolution stairway. The top step is all about power. People, it turns out, love applying power to problems. When a child asks why too often, a common answer is because I said so, or just do what you're told. When we question something at work, we can be told that's not your decision, or that's above your pay grade. We're stonewalled, we're avoided. In all of these, someone is using some form of power to try and deal with the conflict. Now make no mistake, power can be effective, especially in emergency situations. But power, even when it works, makes people angry, defensive, and afraid. We can win the battle once in a while, but often lose the war. Why? Because power drives everyone into fight or flight behavior. When we use power, our staff may grudgingly do what we've ordered them to, but may also become disengaged and less productive. Power often ends in lose-lose outcomes, where everyone is angry, hurt, and unhappy with the result. The middle step on the stairway is focused on rights. Rights are entitlements we all have that come from the law, from contracts, or from policies, or from what we simply believe we're entitled to. When we assert our rights, we assert them over other people's rights. We want our solution to prevail, regardless of any others. Now, people do have rights, and rights are important. But as a problem-solving approach, they're messy and ineffective. Imagine if we had to go to court to resolve every single problem we faced. When I argue based solely on rights, I am insisting that my rights are stronger than yours. It's a verdict, not a problem-solving technique. The best that can be achieved is a win-lose outcome, where we may win, but the other party feels like they lost. And often, we both end up losing more than we gain, where we both hate the outcome, just like power. The bottom step on the stairway is the important one. This is the one focused on interests, generally the most effective of the three. You see, we all have interests. We all have wants, needs, concerns, hopes, goals. The interest stair is where we learn about and understand what each of us needs and why we need it. And then we look for solutions together. When we solve a problem focused on everyone's interests, we have the ability to find that elusive win-win solution where both of us are satisfied with the result. In fact, win-win outcomes can only be found on the interest stair. Here's the reality. Problems are best solved by far if everyone deliberately works with interests. That's because both rights and power, by their nature, are adversarial. It's me against you, winner take all. This can damage or destroy relationships. For example, we can't have a happy marriage based on demanding our rights. 
We can't build a healthy workplace and retain committed employees if we're using lots of power on them. Rights and power are simply not sustainable. Interest-based solutions are. Using the stairway helps us see clearly where people are coming from. Whenever someone is arguing, being difficult, refusing to work with us, they are likely on the rights or power stair. If they're stonewalling, threatening, avoiding, or getting aggressive, they are definitely on power or rights. And remember, when someone is stuck on rights or power, no actual solution will be found, unless you're willing to simply give in. And if you give in, you teach them that using rights and power works, gets them what they want. They'll use that approach every time with you in the future. So what do we do when someone is up the stairway on rights and power? How do we dislodge them and loop them back toward interests? This part is simple, though not always easy. We stop arguing and start asking them questions. Ask them what's important to them. Ask them to explain so you can understand. Stop arguing and start asking. Then listen. And while you're listening, look for your common interests and common goals, what you both want at the end of the day. Once you find some common interests, name them. Say them out loud so that both of you can use them to build that win-win solution. But wait a minute. What if we don't have any common interests with those people? The simple fact is this. In every situation, in every relationship we have, in every problem we need to solve, we have both common interests and competing interests with others. The good news is that we have far more common interests than we have competing interests. The bad news is that we actually have to look hard to find the common interests. Why? Our brains are designed to focus not on the common interests, but on the competing. We have to learn to look past the competing interests, past the use of rights and power to find them, but they're there. Remember, no matter how stuck someone is on rights or power, they always have interests. We can use these interests to get them working with us instead of against us. And that's the key point. Interests and common interests, unlike rights and power, are sustainable. They support and build relationships rather than destroy them. Take a look at the difference. If we win the argument with our customer, we lose that customer forever. If we find out what the customer needs, help them in some way, we'll keep that customer for life. If we pull rank on an employee, the best we'll get is grudging compliance. If we ask what that employee thinks and listen to their perspective, we'll get active commitment. If we fixate on the language of the collective agreement to deny grievances, we will live in arbitration. If we focus on the intent of the language, what's fair for both of us, we'll have the union as a partner helping us both succeed. Using the stairway can change how you relate to people and how you solve problems. Try it. The next time you're faced with solving a challenging problem, take a minute to consider which stair each of you is on. At least one of you is likely to be on rights or power. Then consciously choose to bring everyone down to that interest stair. Ask questions that invite them to explain what they need and why. Listen. Name the common interests you see in the situation. They'll calm down and start thinking more creatively, as will you. At the end of the day, 
Interests are the foundation of just about every relationship we have. By using the stairway to focus everyone on a more interest-based approach, solutions come a lot faster and a lot easier. The classic win-win outcome. And honestly, who doesn't like to win-win? To get more information on the conflict resolution stairway and to learn other simple tools to help you resolve conflict and solve problems, take a look at the Conflict Resolution Toolbox. It gives you even more strategies and skills for using the stairway, along with eight other practical tools for resolving any conflict effectively. If you'd like to learn more about how these conflict management tools can be brought into your organization, visit us at agreeinc.com for more. Remember, the more tools you have, the more you can build.